Parenthood can feel isolating. And at times, overwhelming. So we created this podcast to be that village that everyone talks about. And most importantly, to help you feel like you're not alone on this crazy roller coaster ride called parenting. Hello, friends. I'm Becca. And I'm Ashley. We're two moms out here raising little weirdos, just doing our best. We are by no means experts. And we do not have much advice. But our goal is to create a judgment-free community that understands that kids are weird and parenting is hard. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. (laughs) Welcome Um, to another episode of Kids Are Weird Podcast. Where we always have a new jingle. Because <laughs> it's whatever comes out of my mouth at the time. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So we're back again. Yes. Never. We never know how to start our episodes if you can't tell. No, it's just the most awkward time. Of it is. Morning. I don't. I don't know how it gets easier. We've it We've literally been doing this for over a year and a half now. Yeah. Where it's like, it's going to be two years in the spring and I'm like, still don't know how to. Still don't know how to make my like start an episode, no. but like a normal person. Nope. We're rather just, just rather just call out the awkwardness and try right. to. As I'm getting older, I'm learning like just call out the awkwardness. Be like, I'm weird. This is weird to me, and I'm not good at this. I'm sorry. No, I totally <laughs> agree with that, and I feel like my uh, my want to make sure that I'm fitting into a certain like mold or like yes. standard has just completely lessened yeah. the older that I get. And I love that. I read this thing. It was like your 20s, you know, you're quote unquote trying to like find yourself, but you really are. Like I felt like in my 20s, I was really trying to be a certain way and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, you're giving into a lot of these pressures or whatever, but then your th- your 30s come around and you're just trying to go, you're just starting to embrace the weirdo you were like in middle school. And I'm like, that is so true. Yes. That is literally what I'm doing. Yep. I'm just trying to get back to that little like punk rock middle school girl. It's so, I was like, wow. That's it's funny. like you're peering into my soul with this. No, that's very true. <laughs> I feel like also on that note, that's all I've been listening to when I clean the house lately is like older emo like pop punky kind of like I love it like ever since we went to the under oath concert in March that's where I've been living I'm like (laughs) get just I want I I want an all black wardrobe I I don't want to own any color (laughs) you should see my Amazon cart right now it's just black a sea of black clothing I'm like I don't want any variety I have wanted an all black wardrobe (laughs) for as long as I can remember and I'm doing it I'm, I'm like, only buy me black clothing. I'm here for you to embrace that part of yourself. As I have I an orange it. sweater on, but I, I work you I work look, today. You look very fall chic right now. I'm Halloween. You are. I You're, have black pants and orange sweater. Yeah, like a toasty orange. It's cute. It's um, cute. All right. So today, anyway, what are we talking about? Not, we're not talking about anything that we're talking about at all right now. And nothing, I have no nothing, segue here. <laughs> so really... So we're going to talk about weddings. <laughs> well, I mean, your anniversary. My anniversary is, is in is this week. Three days. So, yeah. yeah. So that you know kind of makes sense. Yeah. I'm and we recently bought a we bought a Google Home this past week or a, yeah like a, the screen the cool screen kind because it was like I don't know on sale at Home Depot and mm-hmm. it was like this this is how the conversation went. I'm looking at the Halloween stuff with Ruby mm-hmm. and Josh is like he, I knew he had wanted it and he's like holding it up and he's like it's 50 bucks Mm -hmm. and I was like okay and he's just looking like he gives me these eyes like his confirmation eyes like say this is okay and I was like I'm not deciding sir (laughs) (laughs) because we like we bought a new couch this weekend we got our backyard done like we spent some money Mm -hmm. and I was like I'm I'm not making that decision (laughs) if this is on you and he stood there for like a couple minutes after I was like 
good good luck to you <laughs> in deciding. I'm not going to be the decider. This is and then he's like, out. yeah, he's like, I'm getting it. And I was like, good. Good, good for you. Good choice. Good job. Great. I'm glad you came to a decision after <laughs> standing there indecisive for what yeah, felt it, like honestly, an eternity. Yeah, he, he does. Yeah, I think he, he has trouble pulling the trigger on things. So mm-hmm. he looks to me and I'm just like, nope. <laughs> because I don't care and I don't want it and I find it unnecessary. So I was like, if you really want it though, yeah. go ahead. I we have a I don't have any like home assistance. Like we got we had an Amazon Alexa thing. I got rid of it because it freaked me out. Yeah, that's fair. It like I was cleaning the house one day. It never did this again. Also, <laughs> so like part of me questions <laughs> if it was even real. But I was cleaning the house and I was like dusting stuff off from like our table or whatever. And I pick up the Amazon Alexa thing and it was just like one of the puck ones. Like it wasn't anything fancy and it was sticky. For some reason, yeah. probably hadn't cleaned in a while. Pick it up, and I like jokingly was like, "Alexa, why are you sticky?" And she goes, "Hey now," <laughs> and I was like, "Absolutely not, we're done." That was, <laughs> and she went directly into the trash. <laughs> yeah, no, I I gave it back to my mom because oh they have God. Alexa hey products oh all over God. their house. But yeah, the Alexa's always freaked me out. We have the Google Home, but sometimes like she will just start talking in the kitchen, like she thinks that she hears. Okay, I don't Google, like it. I don't yeah, like and it I'm at like. All. And Josh and I always just look at each other, and I'm like, I always say please and thank you to her because when the robot when, overlords take when over, when they take over, yeah. I want her to remember that I was kind to her. There's, I was <laughs> literally just looking at a comic that was about that, about how like, yep. please Siri or like yeah. please Alexa. She like or- she'll she'll be like, thank you for asking so nicely. Like when I say please, like she appreciates it. That's. So weird. God. Like, again, why I don't have one yeah. is because it's just a little too, like... It is. It, I don't like it. I don't. It's like that uncanny valley kind of thing with, like, cartoons where if it's, like, too close to, like, what people actually look like, some people don't like it. And yeah. it, like, messes with their brain. That's kind of how I feel about the artificial intelligence helper things. On that same note, though, <laughs> I did re- read something today that, like... All of our assistants are mm-hmm. are women, like Siri, yes. Alexa, like all of them are like female based. So we're literally teaching an entire new generation to look at women as subservient or as like the workers or as like yep. the the secretaries or whatever. Like, yep. So it's just like further ingraining that like very. The patriarchy, like, man. Yep. That 1950s, like, mentality. Yep. I hate it. So. that Yeah, I've never thought of it that way, but you're absolutely right. I know. I have. I read it, and I haven't stopped thinking about it. <laughs> so there's some, there's a little bit of brain juice for all of you out there. I don't know how to refer to that, but. I like brain juice. Yeah. Um, yeah, so anyway, none Weddings. of that's related at all to what we <laughs> You know, we're seven minutes in, and we're almost getting to the that's point. That's okay. Um, it's where we're at today. That's fine. Um, yeah, so weddings. We've, like, separately, you and I have just sat here not recording talking about weddings before, and we're always like, we need to just talk about weddings. Yes, and I so, feel like your anniversary kind of spurred that. Yeah. Um, so, I've been yeah. well. The reason I started talking about the Google Home is because he he has a very he made this very cute album called The Early Days, and it's like basically all of our photos like before Ruby was born, and there's a lot of wedding photos on there. So it has been you know at the forefront of my mind. Cute, so, cute, cute. Our wedding was pretty legit though. We um I you had I, a pretty traditional like wedding. Com- yeah, compared to I I'd say yeah I guess compared to yours yes but. <laughs> 
certain aspects of it I think were traditional and certain aspects of it were not. Mm -hmm. And I think the coolest thing that we did is, I mean, we got married like at like 11 Mm a.m. And we did brunch because like when we were first starting, like first started dating, we both like were just like, I want to have breakfast food at my wedding. And I never wanted a wedding. Like Mm -hmm. I, I didn't ever care if I got married. I certainly didn't want to have kids, yeah. <laughs> which is funny now, but it's um, so funny how like I mean your your view is always like evolving and like changing mm-hmm. and stuff and what you might have wanted when you were a kid might not I mean, I wanted to be a marine biologist. That never yeah. happened. I don't think that I, I think much... I briefly wanted to be one too. Yeah, that was like a nineties and eighties kids thing. Yeah, and no, I'm like I'm terrified of the ocean yeah we can thank lisa frank for that i feel like just love of marine biology yeah and rainbow colors and rainbow colors yeah yeah anyway (laughs) yeah so um i i have been told by my mother that i was like the chillest bride on the planet and she's like i don't really think you even realize like how chill you are (laughs) (laughs) because i was very laid back i was like you know I just, I don't know. There's a lot of things. Like, and we had a beautiful day, but there's just a lot of things. I, at the end of the day, we're talking about hours uh-huh. here. Like, so much planning and agonizing and money and all this stuff goes over hours. Yep. Hours. So quick. It's not even day. a full. It's not even a full 24 hours. Like, yeah. it's... It, it's always, you know, interesting to be a part of other people's weddings and... Yeah. So before we get into some of just the craziness that comes with standing in other people's weddings, I feel like I want to talk about my wedding. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So I had, uh, I got married in the middle of our pandemic. Yeah. Um, my husband and I have been together for like going on 10 years now at this point, but, and like we had Nova together before we were actually married. So like we've, we've been in a very serious relationship for a long time. But we were just recently married in 2020. Mm-hmm. And yeah, because of, you know, the times as they were, weddings just weren't happening in a normal sense. Right. So we had a like immediate family only wedding, mm-hmm. which um, we just literally went to a park in our area um, somewhere that was like very special to our family that like we like... We would take Nova there all the time just to, like, go walk in the woods or to, like, go play on, like, the rocks and stuff that are there. So there's some, like, giant boulders, which we were like, that would make for some, like, crazy awesome pictures. It doesn't even look like you're in Michigan. Like, yeah, it. It, Yeah, it doesn't look like you're in Michigan. No, like, it looks like we're in, like, a mountainous area Mm -hmm. or, like, at some kind of, like. It looks like Colorado is what it looks like, for sure. Definitely. So. That was kind of the vibe we were going for after we were like, well, and we had like planned a big wedding that was supposed to have like 150 people or guests invited. And like we had like all of we had our location picked out and like a deposit was put down. And so like we had plans for this to be a big thing. And then, you know, COVID hit. It did what it did to everything it just put the brakes on everything so we decided that we were going to postpone and we were just going to postpone it until stuff started opening up and then we kind of got to a point that we realized like it could be years before we're able to have this plan of what we wanted Mm -hmm. before that's like something that we felt comfortable doing like Mm -hmm. we kind of got to that point where and then we were like okay well we'll just 
well, you just won't get married at this point and it'll be postponed indefinitely. What's going to change? We've been living in, like, we've been living together. We have a child together. Like, nothing yeah. was really going to change. And then, like, less than a month before our, like, date that we had originally planned, mm-hmm. it kind of, like, dawned on me. It's like, well, what are we actually waiting for? Right. What is, do I need to buy dinner for 150 people yeah. to celebrate our love for each other. Yeah. Do I so like I started asking myself some like pretty like I don't know, not the most like forgiving of questions and not really something that like I had ever considered before either. It's like what is a wedding to me? Like is it celebrating with hundreds of people or like a lot of people or is it like making a commitment to this person and I decided on the latter and so we decided all right well we're just going to have like essentially a mini elopement is kind of what we looked at it as because or like a micro wedding I think was a coined phrase like now so yeah um so yeah it was just like my parents my siblings Ryan's parents his siblings and nieces which have are very very close to us Mm -hmm. so so yeah it was like I think a total of like 20 people were there. It was pretty chill because we didn't have like a set time or like a set anything. It was just pretty much once everyone showed up, mm-hmm. we did the thing. Uh, I had a family friend who was already ordained. So we just asked her to like actually marry us. Yeah. And then, yeah, that was pretty much it. We went and then had like a backyard barbecue at my parents' house and mm-hmm. just like hung out for the rest of the night and... Yeah. I think that's awesome. If Our wedding was pretty big, and if there was, you know, one thing I would change, I would just have made it smaller. way smaller. Yeah. So... Yeah, um, there were... I mean, like I said, there were backs of, like, 20 people at mine, and there were yeah. already moments that I felt overwhelmed in it, and yeah. we had a very, like, not wedding wedding yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> like, there weren't... We didn't have a DJ. We didn't have, like... Yeah. I got a small little cake from uh, Whole Foods. It was mm-hmm. just, like, a Chantilly cake that I was like, oh, that looks pretty. Oh, yeah. You know, that that was it. Yeah. So... We did donuts and cupcakes for mine because I didn't want a traditional wedding cake, and I hate... There's just a lot of things about weddings that I find really cringe. Yeah. Like, I hate the cutting of the cake. Yeah. I hate the whole... I mean... I know Josh would never like smash cake in my face. I've never understood that. Yeah. And it is interesting the pushback you get from people like, like, well, oh no, you, you have to have a cake. And I'm like, but I don't though. Right. And it was interesting, you know, and there were people that I was forced to invite that I didn't want to invite. I didn't mm-hmm. want them there. And I felt that way when we were initially planning our that's, wedding. Too. That's something it I really like, hate. Our, I started at like a hundred person guest count and then it was like, oh, you have to invite so-and-so. And if you I invite know. so-and-so, then this person has to be invited. And then Betty Sue, who lives in Texas, who you've never met. Yes. It's like, I, why? Well, and I, we actually had members of Josh's family get really upset that they weren't invited. And I literally didn't even know who they were. I've never met them. They were like kind of almost like estranged, and like there was this very weird like Facebook comment thread with her. Oh goodness! And it and then they have never talked to us since. And I'm like, okay. And then I had another friend, like I had these this family friend who we invited. And now I guess this is something we could talk about, like having. So we didn't we didn't have like kids at our ceremony. Like yeah. we had some. We had some, like, I mean, maybe one baby that, like, our Josh's cousin, you know, like, whatever. That's not me. But, like, 
So when I, and like when I address the invitations, it's like to Mr. and Mrs. Yeah. It's not, not plus family, and right? family, right? It did, my invitations didn't say that. And I literally, and of course, then there's the whole issue of RSVPing. Like nobody RSVPs. Like we made it so simple. We had a website. Mm-hmm. I didn't want people to have to worry about postage. So we're just tracking down uh, freaking RSVPs. And then this person literally, so I put a thing out on Facebook, like, hey, you know, and this person literally like was like, oh yeah, we'll, we'll all be there. So I, and they had four kids mm. four, and our wedding wasn't like cheap. Like it was right. expensive per plate. And yeah. I, so I was like, and, yes. and I don't remember the exact phrasing, but I was like, oh, she's talking about their kids. Like, yeah. I think she was like, all six of us will be there is what she said or something like that where I knew. So I was like, I, so I had to message her. So I messaged her separately. I didn't do it in comments. Yeah. I was just like, hey, I'm so sorry if there was any confusion. The invitation was just for you and your husband. Like, we're not having kids, you know. Yeah. She never responded. And they didn't show up. I was like, dude, I was as like, I was so nice about it. Yeah. So it's just like weddings like bring out the worst. I guess sometimes the best in people, sometimes the worst in other people. Goodness. There wasn't, well, there was like some drama like with my wedding, but I don't want to talk about it on here. That's fair enough. Um, I'll you talk know, I about feel like, my drama on my wedding. Yeah, I'm like, I feel like there's probably, there's drama with, with every wedding. With that amount of people and that yes. amount of stress, you know. Yeah. So when we were still planning on having a large wedding, um, I had asked several people to stand in my wedding to like be my bridesmaids. Yeah. And one of these people, I actually, like, I had actually asked her to be my maid of honor Mm -hmm. because I had two sisters and I didn't feel like I could choose one of them. And she was someone who I was seeing, like, weekly at that time. Yeah. And we hadn't reconnected yet. Yeah, right. (laughs) This is, right. So, So I asked her and she was planning on doing that. And then a few things happened. Where I was, I just, like, I realized that this person wasn't who I thought they were. Mm -hmm. Or maybe that I had the wrong idea about them. Because there was just, like, some sketchy things that happened, like, back to back. Either with how she was, like, treating people or, like, how she dealt with a situation where I was just, like, I don't really want to hang out with you as much anymore. Yeah. And if... I hadn't already asked her to be in my wedding. I would have just like taken steps back and we probably wouldn't hang out weekly. And it would be like, maybe I, we can go catch a coffee or drinks or something maybe once a month. Right. Or like, but I was like, I don't, I don't want to know you like that anymore kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to make the decision that I was going to unask her to be my maid of honor and of course, she was very hurt by that. And you can't really recover from a relationship after doing that. <laughs> so we are no longer friends, yeah. um, obviously. But yeah, there it was. That was messy. Mm-hmm. Um, just I don't know. I mean, it like I said, and I said that exact thing too. I was like, if I had not already asked you, right, we would just not be hanging out anymore. Mm-hmm. But. I've already asked you to make this commitment to this date of mine in the future. And now I need you to let that be an open date 
for you. You can do whatever you want because I don't want you at my you wedding. You do not need to be available to me anymore. No. And yeah, that's a crappy conversation to have. But at the same time, I like, as soon as I had it, I felt so much relief. And yeah. I was just like, okay, I can move on. This doesn't have to weigh me down anymore. And like, I had gone back and forth on it when I say for like two or three weeks, just like. It's a big decision. Yeah, that's a hard decision. And like, it's an emotional thing like this right. is someone who like I viewed as a very very close friend of mine and then it's like wow like just a few like how she was treating different people like I don't really want to go into all of the yeah. details of it but like just a few things of like how people were treated in both mine and her life by her like we had some mutual friends who were like very very wronged by her and I was mm. just like I can't like I, d- I don't want to I don't want to be cool with you like that anymore. Yeah, so that's fair. Yeah, so recognizing that and then taking my steps to be true to myself and not having to, like, pretend that I'm cool with this person for the next, like, I don't know how many months of my life at that point. But I was just mm-hmm. like, I don't want to pretend yeah. to someone who's supposed to be the closest to me at this time in my life. Yeah. It just didn't feel right. So, yeah. And then COVID ended up happening and we, like, that couldn't have been... But a few weeks before COVID actually, like, hit and blew up. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it was like, all right, well, now we're not even having a wedding. So it's not like you're missing out on much. Right. I did end up having my sisters there. They both, like, I don't know, were in, like, coordinating colors. Like, they were actually my bridesmaids. But we just, like, walked down the aisle. I had my dad walk me down the aisle still. The aisle as in, like, the little path, I guess, (laughs) that we designated. Yeah. Because it was, again, nothing fancy. But... We're married now, and it's That's been all great. that matters. And I ended up with not a $20,000 bill for one day of my life. Yep. And, uh, yeah, we we went to Disney World instead. That's awesome. And started a business. Yeah. So, like... <laughs> yeah, we were, we were way more focused on our honeymoon. Um, yeah. What Josh and I always, like, talk about is what our wedding, what our wedding parties were compared to what who they would be now. And yeah. it's like, wow... Actually, half my wedding party wouldn't be my wedding party at all. I would literally wouldn't even have the same maid of honor. Yeah, I my mom has always <laughs> said like, that. Actually, that it's crazy. Like, in just about every wedding, there's at least one person who ends up like you never end up speaking to them again. Not I like, have that. Per- I have maybe, that person too. Maybe not like as a direct result of just something that happened at your wedding, but somewhere down the line, there'll be someone who's like, Oh yeah, they stood in my wedding, but I haven't talked to them in years. Yep. I have one girl. That's the last time I talked to her. I have another girl. We work like kind of friends. Um, but she was just like incredibly narcissistic and I like called her out on it and then we weren't really like friends. And then, yeah, my who was my maid of honor, I haven't seen her since her wedding when I was her maid of honor. So uh, that was also fun because I got, as the maid of honor, got sprung on that I had to make a speech, which I didn't know about. And that, like the day of, like in 20 minutes, I was, I needed to make a speech and I I had no idea. Yeah. And that was never talked about beforehand. No, not not even, not. Yeah. We literally. Because I was also in that wedding. It's, so it's, you and I, it was one of the weirder days of my life. It That was that. And it was a weekend long <laughs> wedding. Let me also emphasize that. It was a three day event. <laughs> it was. I don't want like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was, honestly, I think that's, that was, it was a traumatic experience. That yeah. wedding was 
yeah, traumatic. There was a lot of, again, it was a, a pandemic era wedding. So there yeah. was a lot of stresses. A lot on, of stress. On it was keeping everyone safe and certain my, people not giving a shoot about keeping other people safe and a lot of conflicting opinions and a lot of like, want, like every certain people wanting to do the right thing while also being asked to do something that didn't feel right. Um, I was, I had some drunk man tell me that he was going to beat me up or punch me in the face. Yep. One of the two. Um, the best man. The the best man. Also. The best man. This is the best man of the wedding. And then he also like just walked away in the middle of Detroit. Just left in the middle of photos. Yeah. And then we had to all be like, what's going on? Nobody knew. It's his girlfriend, I think, went and tracked him down. I don't know exactly what happened. It was a... It was, I don't even, I, it lives rent free in, in my mind that all of this happened. It was crazy. But, and then (laughs) there's a lot, there's a lot here with this story. Um, I mean, I'm trying to edit it to come out in this way. Um, Yeah. But that, that person's wedding, I was their maid of honor. They were my maid of honor. And now we don't speak. Have not seen that person since the wedding day. Oh, which I, at this point was two plus years ago, right? Or two, just now yeah, is two years ago. Two years ago. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, yeah. So you look at that and I, I always just think about that. I'm like, who would be my wedding party now? And it'd be com- completely different. You know, a couple like, obviously like my sister and Lauren. Yeah. And like my friend Haley. And that I think that's it. Like yeah. the rest of the party. Yeah. The one girl I was like, why did I even ask her? Like I wasn't... <laughs> I don't even know why I asked her. And it was just, I wasn't even invited to her wedding. Oh, wow. And she got married after I did. I wasn't, I wasn't even invited. She was in mine. Not even invited. Weddings are so weird. So weird. It's like, so weird. I know that they're like, they're very expensive. And at some point you do have to like put a cap on like who is invited and what like. How many rings of the circle are you going to go How many rings of, of hell thing? deep are you going to go for these people? It's, well, that's a way to say it. It is. <laughs> because I remember, like, you know, no shade to my mom. And we've talked about this. I remember, like, arguing with her. I'm like, I do not want to invite these people. And she's like, you have to. I'm like, I don't want to. And mm-hmm. she's like, you have to. And I'm like, why? I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, and I just no, get so salty. And I, then there's the people who say they're not coming, and then last minute they come. Oh, they're and before, just the time. Ta- the the just while mm. we still were planning our large wedding, it was a known fact that if I invited some person, that she had in the past brought a group of yeah. people, even though, like, who and it wasn't, that? and it wasn't even only like her children. She would bring like. It's like, hey, we're, I'm going to a wedding. You should all come. Literally, like her cousin who's not even like related to I her. I don't know. So I'm just like, I don't want to invite them, but I'm being told I have to. And there's just so much that like. And, and there, there, so I've had two instances. So my brother is getting married next year. And my mom was out to dinner with one of our relatives who I didn't want at my wedding, but she was one. I, I knew I had to. She brought a plus one, even though she didn't have one. Jesus. Although they did write me a very large check, so I let it go. <laughs> but my brother and his fiance recently sent out their save the dates, and they sent one to her. And my mom was out to dinner with her, and she was telling another relative. 
that she received the save the date and didn't know who it was. What? And my grandpa's like, it's my grandson. <laughs> oh, my good Lord. I, and my mom's just like. We, I literally <laughs> had that happen with our baby shower. Mm-hmm. Is I had someone, one of Ryan's family be like, they sent us a in baby shower invitation. I don't even know who Ryan and Becca are. Oh. Literally. And I was just like, like yeah. And so that's then begs to ask, why are we inviting her? Yep. I don't think she knew who I was either. Nope. And then, oh, there was some kind of weird, I vaguely remember this with my wedding. There was some distant relative who my mom saw somewhere who didn't get an invite to my wedding. Because, like, literally, I don't even know if I've ever met her. Mm-hmm. I can't even tell you her name. But I remember she said something to my mom about not being invited to my wedding. And my mom just got up and walked away from her. Good job. She's like... No. Good job. See, that's that's how I deal with situations. If you listened to our previous episode, I Goodbye. just I just leave. I'm just like I'm I'm done with this. I need to get better at that because I I'd be like it's I, not. I will say it's not the greatest uh, coping mechanism, <laughs> but it is be, effective. But it's damn effective, <laughs> is what it is. And also, you know, you just got to be okay with whatever ramifications come next. You do because like you walked away and we weren't done. Or, like, with something serious. Right. Or, like... Yeah. Like, we... I needed a signature on this. And I'm just like, peace. <laughs> ma'am, please come back. <laughs> I think, although I do know I was a very chill bride, and this is just a funny story, when my sister got married, talk about, like, the chillest bride of all time. Like, my sister just straight up just was like, I, I don't care. Like, she... Like, in a good way, she didn't care, right? Like, they had a very intimate like backyard wedding and I'll never forget my sister very always been very like you know tomboy just like not super girl like girly or whatever love that she and she wears glasses right you're I like I'm now a glasses wearer I think because I used to just be a contacts wearer and she's like about to put her glasses on and I was like you will wear contacts today. And she like looks at me, I was like, I will snap those glasses in half. I'm like, put your contacts in. Yep. Oh man. I just I I can't wear contacts. I they freak me out. I've never been able to. I've worn them one time for like a Halloween costume. Not even to like correct my vision. This was years ago. Yeah. And I thought they were going to I thought I was never going to get them out of my eye. Well those kind too, like the the dress up kind, the, I think those I've heard those are actually painful. Like my, oh, I've also been me out. It's I've just also, the yeah. point of like having to feel like I'm pinching my pupil. I know. I'm just like I can't do it. I know. So I choose not to. So I just was blind on my <laughs> wedding. I took my glasses off and I said, "Everyone is going to have to read things to me because I cannot see distances." <laughs> yeah, my I, my vision is so bad. If I I would if I could not wear my contacts on my wedding day, I would have to wear glasses because I wouldn't make it down the aisle. No, I I can I can function without my glasses. I always like I can get in the car and I can drive a few blocks I can. before I'm just like, oh, I shit, would kill, kill I someone or my... drive into a tree. Yeah, nope, no, my glasses are more for like it takes it takes life from like. <laughs> like an 80s TV to like high definition. Like I yeah, can no. see tree leaves. I can see blades of grass I without my glasses. Everything, everything it's, is just blur. I can't read. I can't. It's so bad. Yeah, see, I can I can read most of it. No, I can't. I can't read it at all. I can't read the... Okay, now we're just... No one knows what <laughs> anyway, we're pointing at. <laughs> anyway, so here is actually 
something funny, we could probably wrap up this. So for my wedding day, so Josh and I wrote our own vows. They uh-huh. were very beautiful. Um, everyone like talked about our vows and it was so funny because we didn't like, I didn't want, I, we didn't do like a first look or anything. Like I, I really was like into the surprise and like, he didn't read my vows and I didn't read his. Cause I know some couples is like, yeah, they one of them like will reach. Yeah. Kind of literally. And this is how I know I chose the right person. Ours matched so well. Everybody thought we wrote them together. And we didn't. Anyway, that was just cool. But our pastor who married us was so emotional after our vows. I never said I do. That's all he forgot. Josh said it. That's so and funny. I never said it. I didn't even realize it. I was so swept away, blah, blah, blah. Then he comes and we had like an awesome pastor. He was so funny. That's why we wanted him to marry us. He you was guys like, aren't actually married. <laughs> he was like, he comes up, he's like, don't worry, you, you're married. And I was like, huh? And he's like, and then someone told me like, girl, you didn't say I do. And so I always like, I'll be like, remember that I didn't, I never said I do. That's hilarious. It's just like, it's just funny to me. But at the end of the day, and I just was telling my future sister-in-law this, because we were talking wedding stuff, because we're about a year away from their wedding. I was like, at the end of the day you'll be married. And that truly is all that matters. Yes. All the other stuff, it it doesn't matter. No. Weddings are weird. I have even more wedding stuff I could talk about, but it... I feel like it's also like... A lot of the stories that I'm withholding are just like I don't I don't want to put that kind of trauma on our listeners. I know. Like, yeah, we could go way more in depth than we... Mm-mm. Nope. Have been. Anyway... So, but we won't do that. It's all good. Because I've been through a couple traumatic weddings now, actually. So, again, the other person, after, I was in their wedding. Don't talk to them at all. After the last wedding that I was in, I literally came home, told both of my sisters, I don't care if you find the one tomorrow, please don't get married for at least two years because I, <laughs> I need to recover. I need to. That was, that was some sh- <laughs> Girl. Anyway, so anyway. Yeah, love is in the air over here at Kids Are Weird You're getting Podcast. married. Good luck. <laughs> um, no, it's going to be great. You're going to do great. And uh, yeah. But just weird shit happens with weddings. It brings out weird, weird parts of people. Yes. So. Absolutely. Like and no like, matter what. There, something is always going to go wrong. Whether yeah. it's your wedding, whether you're at a wedding, whether you're standing in a wedding. There's going to be something that goes wrong. Just embrace it. Also. If you, if you want to wear dark lipstick on your wedding day, do it. Because I wore dark lipstick on my wedding day after I was told repeatedly not to. And I'm so glad I didn't listen. And I literally sold another bride the same lip color that I wore the other day. And I was like, it will be a great decision. So if you're thinking about wearing dark lipstick for your wedding day, wear it. It will look great in photos. And you will be so happy that you did it. Um, <laughs> it was anyway. great. It was a great decision. Yeah. And on that very impassioned note... <laughs> um, <laughs> Stay sane out there. So that's it. We hope you loved this episode of Kids Are Weird Podcast as much as we loved creating it for you. If there's a topic you'd like to hear us talk about or just a weird story about your kids that you'd like to share, shoot us an email at kidsareweirdpodcast at gmail.com and be sure to give us a follow on Instagram at kidsareweirdpodcast and like us on Facebook to stay up to date with all the happenings within our little community. And to every caregiver of a little one out there, we see you, we hear you, we are you. Stay sane out there.